yeah, what's going on? Oh, booyah! There he is. He is back. Thought I lost you. I thought the tentacles came up from the ground. The tentacles came up and grabbed you. I was like, no! Leave my homie Liam alone, goddammit! <laughs> what's going on, my brother? Thanks again for coming back to the channel. This is a, another honor, another pleasure, hanging out with us. Uh, the Movie Dojo Army watching right now. Thank you, Liam. Uh, thanks for having me. I mean, that was, you know, we had a great time last week. And yeah. you said you had this other show. Is it really that bad? Yeah. And I immediately wanted to talk about this film, Deep yes. Rising. It's garbage. <laughs> it's, you know, it's the worst film of all time. You know, no, we're here. We're here to talk about it. We're here to have some fun. Uh, thanks again for for uh, for coming back to the channel again. Like I said, as always, you're always welcome. Versus episodes, future is it really that bad? Or you just want to hang out and shoot shit and review movies? Uh, you know, we are here to hang out. We appreciate you hanging out with us. All right, what's going on, Movie Dojo Army? Oh, uh, are you on comments this time? I can see the comments this time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're not on private chat. Cool. <laughs> not awesome. on the private right. chat. 24. Sorry, everybody. 20. Uh, last week, I didn't see any of the. Yeah. Comments. Well, we we were kind of rushing. It's all good though. Twenty five <laughs> badasses hanging out with us already. Let's see who's here in the house. Joshua Garcia. He's, he personally loves this film. All right. It's one of one of mine then. There you go. Norzoth. Deep Rising is not that bad. It's a fun film and deserves more recognition from Norzoth. That's right. Some knucklehead called that fam, fat samurai guy uh, is in the comments there. We got uh, <laughs> Daikatan is here. Jake Hall. All right. Uh, Jake Hall said it's not as low as 28%. All right. Omniblast. The legend is here. Heather Brackett. Akno Goji in the house. That's right. Norzoth. I said earlier. All right. Fent in the house. Tyler. Mike. All right. Everybody here. Lewis R. Everybody slowly trickling in. Here we go. Uh, Daikatana says, Deep Star 6 and Deep Rising, same movie. <laughs> I would highly disagree with that one. No. I, one was inter the, yeah, one was entertaining. The, the other one was meh. So, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll start off with that one. Now, there's fans of Deep Star 6. I actually like some parts of Deep Star 6. Sure, uh, sure. But uh, in terms of entertainment value, you get a lot, way more bang for your buck uh, with Deep Rising. So before we get into it and start talking about it, I'll talk about how I discovered the film, and you cool. can go ahead and uh, talk about you. So, 1998. We're gonna re we're gonna we're gonna rewind. All right, we're gonna rewind this time. We're going all the way back in time, 1998, with a younger, slimmer samurai. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Deep Rising came out in theaters. All right. So the plot synopsis is: Don't forget spoilers, chat spoilers. You have a group of heavily armed hijackers. Board a luxury ocean liner in the South Pacific Ocean to loot it, only to do battle with a series of large-sized, tentacled, man-eating sea creatures who had already invaded the ship. There you go. Simple plot synopsis. That's right. Simplistic plot. Does that hurt the film? It does not hurt the film. Directed by Steven Summers, starring a lot of faces, a lot of people we know here. Pretty good cast we got going here. We got Treat Williams, uh, Famke Jansen. Anthony Harold, Kevin O'Connor, Wes Studi up in the house here. That's right. Wes Studi's great. Yeah, Derek O'Connor. And and the guy who stars in every movie ever, Jason Fleming. Yes, here. yes. Who I actually, hey. I actually like him. He, he's fun. Yeah, he's like, and, uh, lick, he's like li licking his lips through this whole oh, movie. He's licking his chaps oh, in every oh, scene. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Devouring scenery. Yeah, devour, yeah, got to chew the scenery there. Yeah. Trevor Goddard, for all you Mortal Kombat uh, Kano fans, he's in here. That's right. And we have uh, 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 Digimon Hansau, and I'm sure I, I apologize for screwing up the name, but that guy's you know been a lot of a lot of stuff, and he looks exactly the same. <laughs> he does. He, he, he is. But he's in shape. Quite well. He's in shape though. Well. He's in shape. He's in shape. Here's a fun fact, uh, Liam. I'm sure you probably already knew this. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, fun fact, uh, they they had a bigger budget for this movie, right? Because Harrison Ford, they wanted him as Treat's character. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, you can hear in, in yeah. pretty much every uh, line of dialogue. That, yeah, you know, yeah. It could, was could very, you, very could written you, for him. Could you imagine though? Could I can't. Im- I could totally imagine it, and I could imagine him being like really bored. As he was doing it. <laughs> and you're like, now what? You know, just like not, not giving it an inch, but collecting yeah. the paycheck. Because I think, I yeah. think, I think it would have been a bad time for him to have done it. Um, it was, yeah. it was kind of right around the time where he wouldn't have been. Although, yeah, you know, Air Force One is what ninety seven, and and that was that was great, Harrison Ford. But yeah. again, like that's more the thing. It's funny I said Air Force One. I think the reason why the movie works so well for me is I'd want to see the movie without the monsters in it. I want to see the movie with Treat Williams and the mercenaries going to do the Die Hard on the cruise ship. Right. Like, it's already got me at the beginning before this incredible squid shows up and starts drinking people and spitting up (laughs) half-dissolved skeletons onto the floor. Uh, So, so yeah, yeah, that's why I I think... um, the way I discovered this, uh, I've kind of told this on Twitter a few times, but it was maybe my ideal movie going situation. I was like, uh, 1998, I graduated high school in uh, 2000. So um, I was with some friends. It was like a Sunday, the, the weekend it came out. Yeah. We may have smoked uh, a couple of bowls and like <laughs> wandered in. So I'm like a 16 year old kid in like a Sunday matinee without right? really, I'd, I'd seen the trailer. That's it. Um, but I wasn't really expecting that whole mercenary thing. Yeah. The whole yeah. first act. So that yeah. blew me away, took me r- right into the movie. And right. uh, it's, you know, it's uh, in, in what is it, 105 minutes? There's just like not an inch of, of fat on the movie. It no. keeps going. No, it just um, keeps going. Keeps going. There's entertainment, all these great entertainment, perfect entertainment. twists. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous mm-hmm. one liners, um, you know, <laughs> really good kills. Yeah, and and it yeah. ends up with this, uh, you know, a massive uh, explosion, you know, which again yes. you see that from the trailer, and a yeah, great yeah, yeah. tease for a sequel, which we can get into later. So for yes. me, it was like uh, it's just the ideal matinee um, to use the the old fashioned term programmer. You know, right. it's like it does everything that I wanted in that moment, and um, wh- whereas a lot of people will complain for some reason. And I get this with my movies a lot too, okay. where they'll they complain about the familiarity of things and yes. the borrowing needs, of stuff. This needs and to they, stop. And they get super upset about it, but they'll yeah. just completely accept certain other movies like yeah. wholesale regurgitations. You right. know, like like uh, frankly, I can't get enough of mercenaries being brought into situations well, where yeah, they I have mean, to shoot aliens and get killed one by one all day. Why, what are you complaining about? Yeah. You know, like there, if you actually look at the, the the three 
100 movies made each year and the percentages right. that have this in it, it's very, very low. Let us enjoy them exactly. when they come yes. and give us and give us a little bit more, uh, please. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I to me, it was like um, they're, they're, they're just the, the, the alchemy of the different genre mashes. And, and genre mashing yeah. is what I love about Stephen Summers, especially early period Stephen Summers. Yes. Is that he always kind of sets up a really cool movie and then adds cool shit into it. I, I think The yeah. Mummy is another example where you'd be perfectly happy to watch the arch, uh, archaeological you know, race yeah. to find that mummy yeah. and if it was just the action and the adventure and the romance and the daring do pretty damn yeah. good movie mm-hmm. the fact that they you know then unleash this uh this this mummy that starts you know unleashing hell on everything yeah. brings it all up a notch and that's the same feeling i get with this movie and it's actually kind of interesting you know that that you could see how this would have been a PG thirteen and and I think that's also one of the things that when you look back from here and you yeah. see these bad reviews for this like right. forty five million dollar R rated movie where yeah. people are getting you know turned into pink slime shakes yeah, you're like yeah. oh my god like you guys you guys had no idea that this this shit was going to stop after this there right. what you know there hasn't been th- this type of budget for R rated you know horror movies like uh, that frequently. Um, for the it's, for the next twenty a, years, it's not it's the not, norm. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the, the norm. norm. You'll get yeah. an Alien Covenant, you know, once every couple of years. They're like, oh yeah. wow, they they spent a ton of money on this type of movie, and they, but and they wasted their money. Yeah. I well, know. you know, it's just saying it's not. <laughs> it's just not common. You know, I I went back I and I read uh, Roger Ebert's review, and he was complaining about the different similarities from those movies, and it, it was yeah. like, yeah, well, that that was all really about to end. So I think, yeah. Um, you know, in the moment, I appreciate it. It's not one of those ones where I saw it and didn't appreciate it and got better. I loved it then. Yeah. I was I was in the perfect mind state for it, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. you should be 16 and you should be stoned <laughs> and you should watch it on the big screen. That is the perfect way to watch this yes. movie. I would but no, I agree. I, totally I would agree I would love to see this movie again on on the big screen. I would love to sure. see it programmed. Oh yeah. Um, someone in on Twitter when I was talking about it this weekend mentioned doing a double feature with the blob 88 in this. And I thought that was a perfect oh, suggestion. That's, oh, that's awesome. That's, yeah. That, the blob in the eighties is, is gotta be one of the greatest remakes ever made. Right. That nobody talks about and <laughs> that like, more and people need to talk about that. And movie. they're a decade apart. And so you kind of get like a, a, a glimpse at the state of the art, you know, evolving of visual effects from right. 88 right. to, to 97. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that that's my initial nice. uh, my initial th- uh, you know thoughts yeah. on this. So that I'll let you yeah. go. Nice. But. Well, I wasn't I wasn't stoned, but I was younger <laughs> when I <laughs> I saw the movie, and it was you know back in the day there was you know we didn't have YouTube, you know we it was literally Roger Ebert or news you know and and who and when you're young who the fuck is looking at let me see the, the let me check the dailies. Yeah. Let me see what the river the review uh Roger Ebert. No one when you're young, you don't want to do that. You just like I actually hey. did do that. But you I did. It, it, yeah, I would I would read the I, I would read the Ty Burr and like uh like the, the Globe and the Herald as oh, wow. from Massachusetts. Yeah. So I would I would read their reviews, but it wouldn't stop me. I remember they, they I think they hated Events Horizon. Yeah. And I was like, oh. you know, I love that movie too. <laughs> exactly. So, that might be a future video. Yeah. It would be hint, another hint, one of these. Hint um, hint, but yeah. 
but yeah, it, it, I I would read them just because there was always more reviews than movies I could possibly see. I mean, think about right. back then how much money, um, you know, it, it, you didn't have all these streaming services, and and then right. they would just yeah. show up on TV. How much yeah. money to buy a movie to rent a movie? Which is a different world. So I always wanted yeah. to know as much about what was happening each week. So right. I would read them, but I didn't really, you know, ever find someone that I was like, oh, this is my guy. His right. reviews speak to my sensibilities. I don't think I. I got that until, you know, probably uh, like Drew McQueenie on Ain't It Cool News is probably the first guy, like 2000, that I was like, hey, I like this guy. You know, I nice, like what, nice, what nice. he likes. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, well, we got, I did do that back then, but, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. That's cool. Event yeah. Horizon. Yes, please. Uh-oh. There you go. They, they want it. We'll see. We'll work on it, guys. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll have to chat when the stream is over. Uh but yeah, with me, I was just like, I want to go see explosions and stuff, <laughs> right? So I, I was like bo- bored, wasn't doing nothing. And I, me and my buddy, the cranky critic, we're like, yeah, let's go. So we went to the theater. We saw like a TV spot, right? And the, I remember yeah. the whole t- I hold the tagline was Titanic meets Aliens meets Die Hard, right? I remember that was like one of the taglines, right? One of them was. One of them, yeah. Do you one, remember the other? Any- the other was full scream ahead. Hell yeah. Yes. That's, another, that's a great one too. Yeah, that's a great one too. Uh, and we went to the theater, had a, we had a blast, we had a blast, walked out, we had a lot of fun with it, we were entertained by it. It's funny, because it, I ended up liking the movie more over time. Yeah. You know, when I, when I was, that. when I was young and dumb, and I was like, eh, explosions, right? I was just kind of like, yeah, I liked it, it was cool, right? But when I kept rewatching it every other, like, four or five years later, right. I, come, I got the DVD, and then I watch it again on the Blu-ray, and all that. Uh, I actually appreciate it a lot more. You know, yeah, I, I think it was on like Netflix, like I want to think like 2009, 2010. Mm. And I think that's when I, I saw it um, would be the one I can remember after the theater. I probably saw it one time in the middle, but seeing it again on that, I was like, oh my God, I love everything that they're doing here. Yeah. Like, like from the opening right into the boat you're on the boat you're on the move you're you're getting to know everybody you know in movement it's yeah. all happening and and it's all kind of and and like every single scent is on screen it looks yeah you know the the ship looks completely extravagant the sets are amazing yeah. uh yeah. they fuck up that's that the, the that set at the beginning and you know there's a bunch of really kind of crazy stunts of like I'm sure it's a stunt guy dressed as an old woman, like falling over the balcony and smacking onto the Oh, floor. yeah, yeah. But I yeah. like there's like even just a little mm. tiny shot where all the people try to get up and there's just one person who's still face down with like a pool of blood from the yeah. fall. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is, you know, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, this is for real. It's, yeah. yeah. You could, you could see a version of this, yeah, that, that is cut to PG 13. And yes. that's, if this were PG thirteen, I'd agree with some of those reviews, maybe. But the fact that they're, yeah, you know that that it is this big and there is uh, so much time and money put into it, and it's yeah. playing so hard. Um, I, I just, you know, yeah. I love it. It's forty five million dollars, but that's that's nothing compared to today. You know, that's uh, for some, yeah, for, some, I, for for like you know mainstream Hollywood blockbusters. That's kind of yeah. Weird, right? I I no I I think it's I think it's pretty big at the time especially like you're okay. saying like if, even if you had um um to to be 45 million without the the big star cuz let's face it like Harrison Ford to Tree Williams is like 
that's that's definitely if Harrison Ford's in this movie, it's a hit. I think. I think. Oh it, yeah, yeah. Everybody would have loved it. It, it would have made a lot all of the, money. All the review snobs would have been all yeah. over this. Yeah, and, they would have been like, "Oh, this is so much fun!" <laughs> <laughs> instead of yeah. instead of instead of them going, "Oh, this just rips off Aliens," they'll be like, "Oh, this is an homage to right. Aliens." Well, they would know, completely change it. You're, you're probably right. He probably would have. Um, yeah. Given yeah. people some ironic distance on some of it, even though I think Treat does do that, and there is a lot of funny uh, acknowledgement of the tropes um, that yeah. here. Yeah, you they're winking. They're winking at I, the audience too. You know, it's like you I said, mean, uh, J- Jason Fleming, where the the creatures behind him, and he starts yeah. shooting before he turns. I was like, yeah, yeah like that's a nice little thing. He's like, he's not going to do the standard turn around. He actually shoots yeah. it, blows the head off, gets it, uh, and, yeah. and kind of gets out this, of the jam there. Yeah, this scene yeah. right here, right? Yeah, this is a is, great scene. It's a great little beat. Yeah. He, and, it, yeah, know, they, he, yeah, sorry, you go. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Liam. I was just saying they, they could have totally done the standard, like he just gets his head bit off here. But right. the fact that they put a little bit of extra time and and uh, and, and wit into, yeah. into that death was great. Yeah. Yeah, and again, again, for 1998, you know, Industrial Light and Magic did a really good job. I mean, they didn't have, you know, Jurassic Park, Steven Spielberg budget here, but they still did no. a really good job. And no, and, and there's a lot tons of practical of, effects. Yes, tons of practical effects, too. Like, you know, you got Rob Botton. He was yeah. involved with a lot of the practical effects. The guy from the thing and all. I mean, we have a great team here. Is it is it Botine? I think he's. I think it's French. Is it Botine? Oh, yeah, I think Rob Botine. Sorry, <laughs> I think so. I'm horrible with names. That's I just my too. thing. I, I'm, I'm especially French. I, I always get yeah. very insecure when I'm I surprised. I'm surprised I didn't. I'm surprised I didn't call you Liam. <laughs> hey, we got Liam here. But uh, uh, but yeah, even that like the the like the stuff they'll be doing where the set is denting in, like that's all in camera. Whereas nowadays you would do all that CG. Right. Yeah. So you kind of have to appreciate that. That you know everybody, uh, I feel like has a tendency when they talk about practical effects, they they kind of just talk about uh, character practical effects. But there's more to it than that. You know, there's actually rigging sets and yes. walls into stuff so that they're interacting exactly when you need it at the moment. And that's the type of stuff that's easily replaced by CG. And from a filmmaker standpoint, it's kind of nice yeah. that it's replaced from CG because, you know, you can fix it and you're not beholden to the timing. You don't have to wait for the guys to get everything right. But when you see it done well, like in this, when they're in that, um, that hallway, that's all getting crunched down in the elevator. Yeah. Um, some of that stuff is, it's a mix of, yeah. of practical and CG and stuff. The, and it's like, it's really, really scene. well done. I love this scene. Yeah. This is, look at this right now, chat. This is, this is fucking phenomenal. This yeah. is how you do it. Look at all this practical effect work we got right here. This is great. Yeah. I love this scene too. This is like a very intense scene full of, y- y'all know what I like, gore and jibs. That's right. Tons of, <laughs> tons of uh, skeletons on the ground there. You know, a lot of just, I mean, just a lot of great moments in this film. This is very, very entertaining. You know, very, very entertaining. And again, like you were going back and talking about, uh, uh, you know, them kind of winking at the camera and doing stuff like that. Look at this shot right here. What is Fomka doing? (laughs) She she just cracked his, uh, she just cracked... Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we should talk about Kevin J. O'Connor and and uh, yeah, yeah. he kind of is um, this amazing character actor who's had oh, this yeah. really interesting career, and he's like uh, Stephen Summers, like 
uh, good luck charm. Um, his yeah. muse, if you will, he kind of shows up in all of his movies yeah. and does crazy, crazy work. But yeah, well, yeah, I think this his, scene, this she scene just cracked, cracked me up. She just cracked him in the nose when he came in. Yeah, with the with yeah, with the, and then, so the, then they turn here. Yeah, yeah. The mercenaries are like, drop your guns, and they all drop their guns, and she drops her shoe. It was hilarious. Like it was really funny. Uh, hold on, we got a super they, chat here. They, I felt like they have pretty good chemistry too. Oh I yeah, thought, I thought Tree Williams Fomka always gives these nice little smiles. Oh yeah, little, She's, little... She, she was the second choice too. I right. was surprised. I, I read that too. Um, yeah. You know that, and they were they, scared to cast her because of her familiarity with Goldeneye. And I'm like, well, that's why you should cast her. So people will be like, hey, it's the actress from Goldeneye. But you know, it was great. She was perfect in the movie. She's perfect for the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, thanks for the. Oh, sorry. Thanks for the donation, Goji. He goes, you know what would be one of your episodes for? It's really that good, Gurren Lagann. Have you heard of that? Do you watch anime? No, I've I've not heard of Gurren Lagann. Okay, I heard. I keep I keep hearing it's a really good anime. Okay. We'll see. We'll see, Goji. We'll see in the future once we start that series. Is it really that good series? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. You might want to jump on that. In the no, future no. Too. I, will, I, 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 I always have to be a pro positivity. Oh, I forgot. Online. I forgot. I keep all my negative. <laughs> I keep all my negative right. thoughts yeah, offline. Just let me, because, let me rant. Uh, like before, I need to. Uh, if, yeah, if, I know. You're in the. If, you're if, in if the Roland Indian. Emmerich yeah. wants to hire me, I am available. <laughs> Hire him, Roland. Hire him. All Steven right. Summers, very yeah. available. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Steven. Um, there you go. Uh, th- uh, speaking of the, the cast, and, and you mentioned him earlier, um, Demon Honsu. It's, yes. it, so this is, again, of the time that you're maybe not going to appreciate it right now. Right. But he had just you know, been in Amistad and it was like this huge kind of Oscar push. This guy is the next big thing. Amistad you know, was before this? Yes. He's oh got my a, God. He's got a great look. You know, everybody's like, <laughs> wow. wow, who is this guy? So when he's shows up in the first half of this movie, yeah, you think he's like a main character, especially yes. again, there's no stars really in the movie. So this guy, you know, was just in a Spielberg film. Right. La- like, like recently so you're like okay this guy's in to go and that again one of those great first viewing um spoiler (laughs) moments the money 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 and uh the axe to the head is uh, just an (laughs) all-time what the fuck moment that just (laughs) totally brought the house down in the theater we were in oh yeah everyone was like you know because you you thought this guy was if he wasn't going to be the lead he was going to be the last uh, mercenary standing yeah, yeah. is kind of where I thought he was at, and no, he goes down. You know, at the at the forty minute mark, just with a fucking yeah. axe to his yeah, head. Boom. Yeah, boom. Yeah, I that really caught off caught caught us off guard in the theater. We were like, "What the fuck?" Uh, but yeah, I mean, great kills throughout this whole movie. Great badass R rated kills. No, this PG thirteen. Let's play it safe so we can bring Timmy and Jimmy to the theater. Fuck that. All right. Balls to the walls. Midnight yeah. movie viewing. Midnight mu- movie viewing. That's Paid what this is. By Disney. This is the, yes. even more unlikely that, <laughs> that he, Stephen Summers got, you know, Disney to pay for a ship full of yeah. dr- like pink slime skeletons. It's just insane. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. But again, more great kills. Like we have the toilet kill here. You the know? <laughs> smack look at that this you know, this is, is, it's an interesting stuff. little lesson there because like they 
you know, Good they stuff. have this huge disaster movie um, kind of set piece before that, that we were talking about. Everybody's falling over everything. And then you just see one woman go in a bathroom and, and you see her death and that's it. We never go back and see any more of that attack. Right. And uh, it's a good lesson, I think, for um, indie filmmaking is that, like, you know, the intimate attack actually can tell you more than than all of the big shit that's going on there. It's like it's great right. that they had the money to show <laughs> us that. But even with all the money and the options they had, um, right. it's just good storytelling to focus on just one person and be like, yeah. oh, my God, and and have a big geyser of blood shoot up yeah. out of a toilet. It's brilliant. It's, all- <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. But yeah, stuff like this, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Excitement, fun characters, fun moments, some comedic dark comedy moments, but just shots like this right here, just remind it just reminds you, oh yeah, fun. Do you guys remember fun? You know, yeah. like midnight movie madness. And this movie for that for that genre that it's representing which is the action creature feature horror genre. This is fucking phenomenal. I'm just, I know I, I usually like to build up to the end and, and yeah. let everybody know how I really feel. No, fuck it. <laughs> fuck no. it. This is a yeah, fun, you... it's, get your popcorn, get the pizza, get your beer, get a whole bunch of people over and watch it and have a great time. Great yeah. effects, CGI and practical for its time. Practical effects still hold up. And it's just a fun ride. And it's sad that people got all snobby about it and looked down on it when it came out. Like you were saying earlier, and I think this needs to stop. I think this, oh, this movie's a copycat of this movie, okay? So you mean it's called, it's all in the same genre. Right. Homaging something is fine. Taking something and making it your own is fine, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with being inspired by something and making it your own. Right. There's nothing like there's nothing wrong with that. If it's all in the same creature feature horror genre, then it should be it should be accepted. If it's if it's good, if it's a good movie, it should be accepted. Just because the critics would probably like The Howling or An American Werewolf in London more, should I should I just not watch any other werewolf movies? Should I just <laughs> stick with those two? Should I not Thank watch you. the fuck the fucking yeah. phenomenal badass dog soldiers? Well, I, right. I it's a werewolf movie. You know, so I can't, I can't, I gotta watch the best of the werewolf. No, 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 no. If it's all in the same genre and if it's good, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Thank you. And scene. I love it. <laughs> you gotta do, here, the, here. You gotta do the, the golf clap. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, like, okay, you've seen this movie before because I have not seen a movie where Han Solo fights a giant squid on a cruise ship. <laughs> Um, you know, they tried to do yeah. a little bit of it on Force Awakens, and this is better than that. <laughs> so you should watch it. Oh, that's true. That's true, right? Oh, yes. how hilarious is that? <laughs> how hilarious. Oh, but it's great. Also available to work for you, J.J. Abrams. So uh, no yes. bad words about Force Awakens. Available for hire. Thank you. Roland, J.J. Uh, Abrams, <laughs> yes. Steven Summers. Contact this man. Yeah, very available. Right here. Um, yeah. I'm trying to uh, – yeah, I, I – I, Poor Billy. That that death scene. Oh, it's uh, phenomenal. Is is a really great, like you're saying, practical effects, CG oh. enhancement. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you know, I forget, I forget. Like, oh my god, it's Billy, and he's spinning oh. up and looking at him. It's, yeah, it's a great, great. So in terms of so in terms of the plot. Moment. Oh yeah, 
So in terms of the plot synopsis, just to kind of catch chat on those who have not seen the movie. So like Liam was saying, it's a straight up mercenary flick, you know, that they hire Treat Williams and his boat to kind of get them out there with a, with a, you know, secret packages in the back. And what's the, what's the, what's the tagline Treat says? Uh, you know, no, no questions, just cash, something like that. What it was it? something like, uh, yeah. if the cash is there, we do not care. That was right. the cash is there, we do not there. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then oh. Kevin J. O'Connor really does. He's like, what kind of a life philosophy is that? Like, yeah, he was pretty, hilarious. He was hilarious. Good point. But they get, you know, they, they find out later, oh, shit, it's torpedoes. And mm-hmm. they get, you know, they make it onto the, the Artonautica uh, ship name. They get on the ship, the cruise ship that has nothing but rich people, obviously. And, uh, you know, they're in there partying and doing their thing. But before our mercenaries show up, everyone's gone. You know, they're like, where is everyone? Right. Uh, even treats like I don't hear a party because they're like let's crash the party. He's like I don't hear a party. They open that's up the right. doors, nobody's there until they get to the deeper, deeper levels, and then that's when they see the jibs and all the fun stuff. And that's when the movie gets more fun and exciting and suspense building with action and comedy. And that's our film. Uh, but yeah, really great deaths. So when the creature fully reveals itself, when we finally first see. You know, majority of the tentacles show up. Uh, they all freak out and they start blasting away <laughs> at the tentacle. At this point, they're just like, "Fuck it, fuck the vault." You know, let's just oh, get right, off the right. ship. The, yeah, like, they have fuck, the predator scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah where fuck, they just, yeah, fuck uh, going after the vault, the ship's vault. Let's just go. Uh, and uh, they're all like, "Let's just work together." So they're shooting at the, <laughs> at the tentacle, and the tentacle opens up. All this. You know, blood and jibs and stuff comes out. And that's when Billy, one of the mercenaries he got eaten earlier, shows up. And this is the same Liam, this is the same Liam was talking about. Now this is now watch this and watch the four K Kino Lorber release. The Blu-ray is really good, guys. There's tons of special features on there. Make sure you guys go out and buy it, okay? Awesome. Uh, not sponsored by Kino Lorber. Uh but this is the book you know, it looks great in four K. And sometimes, like I think you've said before, sometimes some old CGI sometimes can look dated, right, to today. Especially with 4K remastering of it, it can look a little, you could see it a little bit more, right? Yes. Right. This looks still, on the 4K TV, still looks phenomenal. It still looks phenomenal. And I'm going to show you a quick clip of what we're talking about, chat. This is just a poorly, horrible, pixelated, 8-bit graphics GIF. I'm going to show you right now, but we have to show you the scene. But Billy spills out of the tentacle, and he's not fully dead yet, right? Because what do they? What do the? What do these creatures do in this movie? They don't eat you. They what? They drink, they drink you. you. They yes. drink you. Yeah, which is worse <laughs> because you're. It you is get, worse if you get eaten up. You're you're done, right? But this no, they crush. And slowly just drain you and drink you, and then they discard your skeleton. So it's worse. That, I think that line was in Ebert's review as like a reason why it was bad. And I was like, well, I guess we're just not going to agree on this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they drink Ebert. you is a great line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, rest in peace, Roger Ebert. Rest I in think, peace. Well, that's why I you think... bring him up because he can't defend himself. It's easier. <laughs> <laughs> easier than matching it out with anyone else. But it's, I think, towards the end. Uh, of his career, I think he was trying. He's finally coming around to other genres no, and yeah. understanding the genres. He because, likes he likes sci fi movies. It's always yeah. just you know. I, again, he's one of those guys. I bought Ebert's books and I would read yeah. his different reviews. Mm-hmm. And I, he had his reasons. I never like 
lined up 100% with him uh, one way or another. But yeah. he's always a smart guy who had things to say. But this was definitely one of those where you're like, it made his most hated list and was yeah. a one and a half star. Yeah. And I just couldn't couldn't be farther uh, in disagreement than it. Right. And it's fine to disagree. It's perfectly yeah. fine. Perfectly uh, fine. But um, a good example of old school Ebert, who was kind of a little bit more snobbish than towards the end of his career, Ebert, he made fun of Lone Wolf and Cub movies. Right. And made fun of how ridiculous the blood would shoot out like hoses, right? Which was the style of the samurai film. Yeah. He made fun of that. He called Shogun Assassin and Lone Wolf and Cub movies the dog of the week. He would pick it as dog of the week. But towards the, towards the end of his career, he loves Kill Bill. What did Kill Bill have? Tons of blood squirt out like samurai movies, right? So I think towards the end, I think he even liked Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I think if, oh if he, yeah, well if, I mean like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and you can't you can't dislike it. But I'm sure uh, I'm sure he <laughs> probably reviewed some martial arts movies where they were flying around. He was like, "This is ridiculous. Why are they flying around?" But like I said, sometimes it takes a while for people to finally understand the genres, or they can remain snobs. And look, you, down, yeah. and look down on genre films and just praise movies like The Pelican Brief. Right. <laughs> or, you, or you're like, you know, I I find like with myself, it's yeah. like you you basically, you're kind of, you, you evolve in a bunch of different ways. And in some places you just like give up uh, faking what you don't like anymore. And you can just right. actually admit like, well, to be honest with you, like, I have all the screeners for all these award movies and I'm not watching them. I, like I, I I'm watching deep rising again. And yeah. it's just like, it's just like who you are. And, uh, it, it, you're, I, I'm not particularly drawn mm-hmm. to, um, movies that I, I, I love a good, any type of genre. I'll, yeah. like, like I'll give everything a spin, right. but it's like, what is your default setting? And right. this is my default setting, you know, like, like sci-fi monster, yeah. Uh, action is my default setting, and, and, and I can be yeah exactly. I can <laughs> I, I can go on the ride for anything, and I'm 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 curious, and I'll I'll, yeah. I'll watch something. If someone says no, no, you really have to see this. Sure, mm-hmm. and sometimes right. you're just in the mood for a documentary. You don't feel like watching a movie that night. Sometimes yeah. you're in the mood for a, a a different type of show, a different type of movie. But you kind of have to admit like who you are and yeah. what your default setting is, and if that's going to make some people think that you're not as a, a serious a person, you know, fuck them. It's like, yes. Woo. Yeah. Look at throwing bars. <laughs> Liam, Liam, Liam is laying, laying the hammer down, son, right now. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah you're, let, you're not going to win anyone over being an inauthentic version of yourself. There Just you go. Be who you are. Be and, who you uh, are. Accept, Always accept be true to yourself, are. guys. Yeah. Great right. words. Great words here. But yeah, <laughs> check this out, guys. So as soon as they shoot the tentacle, it opens up, blood go- goes on everyone, and then Billy's body falls out, and you get one of the best fucking phenomenal scenes right here. Because remember, he's not fully devoured yet. No, no. <laughs> so check. So this is just a three-second, eight-bit graphics GIF. So imagine watching the whole scene in 4K. Here you go. Look at this. <laughs> Look at how good this is. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> this is 1998. It's so Look at good. how good this looks. And this is, like I said, this doesn't do it justice. You have to see the entire scene in its entirety. But this movie, again, is fucking phenomenal for the genre that it's representing. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. 
And again, like I said, if you don't like this genre, that's perfectly fine. Just stop reviewing them. Because you know you're going to go in already you're you're going to go in already hating it. Again, review movies like The Pelican Brief, you know? Remove, <laughs> Review movies like that. Now, you can have an open mind like Samurai, and that's fine. I love these type of movies, right? But then uh-huh. I love 12 Angry Men. You can I have an open mind. Great oh, movie. Awesome, awesome. You can have an open mind and like movies in all different genres. That's fine. But when I approach a movie, and this is just me, when I usually approach and review a film, I accept it within its genre that it's representing. And that's sure. how I review it, right? So. I was gonna say, um, just I, I I definitely noticed, you know, the, the actual production design is is really excellent in the movie, and like like uh, when you're saying the guy who plays Kano in Mortal Kombat, his death, yeah. some yeah. of the shots where they're they're kind of coming down the hallway, and you have the smoke and the pipes and the water, yeah. starts doing the Dutch angles, really really beautiful looking stuff. So um, the production designer is Holger Gross. Well, I just clicked on him, and uh, yeah, like some great work. Stargate, Universal Soldier, nice. and went on to do Chronicles of Riddick. So right. not not exactly a, an accident that their production design is so good, and and kind of the the use of stages and the stagecraft is so good. You know, like yeah, when they're coming up on the side of the boat, then into the cargo bay, like those aren't the same places. None of those, yeah, those those things are the same locations, like. They're reusing the same sets all the time, and you don't notice it at all. It's really, right. really like just old school Hollywood craftsmanship in this kind of yeah. you know new school CG monster movie. So that that's exactly. kind of where I appreciate it because you know I think I think some of that sweet science of the '90s has been lost. You know, because like yeah. the '90s, I, I was saying this about um, Independence Day, how you know there's su- it's such a great blend of um miniatures it's the most miniatures ever done in a movie practical effects and this is this is one too you know there is so much practical effects work in it that's invisible and there is so much actual set work that's invisible and it's all kind of built on the last 30 years before it from the 60s to the 90s all the people that are working on this are all at like the height of their powers and they're really really good at what they do yes And, and all the cg that you're seeing there the reason why it holds up so well is that like they just wouldn't do it unless it could work like you know they they would test the hell out of it they spent a lot of money on it it's ilm yeah. and every guy that's working on that is the best in the world at what they're doing yeah and if it could be done any other way they would do it the other way they would only right. do it for what it could do and what it could do right i think summers has a tendency to make a cg go really fast and that's like his style choice yeah it's consistent in all yeah. of his movies like <clears throat> The actual tentacles in in, in, in in the mummies and all of the effects stuff, they move yeah. faster than reality, which gives things a certain cartooniness to the violence. But yeah. it it in this case, I think it works perhaps the best because yeah. of how funny it is. Right. And you don't you're not supposed to love these characters. There a lot of them are shitheads. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. kind of like <laughs> outwardly grotesque, misogynistic <laughs> horn dogs. Uh, you know, yeah. assholes that, that beat the yeah. shit out of the guys that we do kind of like. And even yeah. the guy we do like, with Kevin J. O'Connor, you're, sometimes you're like, hey, dude, could you just shut the fuck up? So it, <laughs> it's a it's it's a fun movie to kind of do yeah. with the heroes, but also be rooting for their, yeah. um, you know, mm-hmm. grisly even, demise. Even Fam- Famke's character, she's a thief. Yes, she's a thief who gets yeah. that. 
the slap to that. I, I still think the slap to the face is unnecessary, though. That I don't uh, remember that. But it's, yeah, it's I, uh, it's it's Simon uh, Anthony Held, who's the uh, the guy who runs the ship. When he first grabs, he's her, on the left there. He's on the yeah. When he left. first grabs her and catches her with like stealing, he <laughs> he just gives her this slap that's like whoa. And even uh, even the captain's like, oh, that's a bit much. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, like, dude, she was already detained. Not like she had a weapon, you know. But he still slapped her anyway. But maybe yeah. they maybe Stephen had him do that just to make just show how dick you know he, that he was yes, an asshole. It's totally obviously totally. Yeah. It was it was totally like this guy, and, and I'm sure it was fun for the dirt be like you know I mean, you kind of you're right it does a little bit of the that third act is that he just goes full sadistic um, oh yeah but yeah yeah super but he, has a, he definitely just wants to murder her at the end of the movie <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really have anything to do with him getting away he can no. just get another key and be like take right? off and he's like i really want to see what well, happens to you i want to i want to kill you with a flare gun yeah uh, so yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe the maybe the slap is is a hundred percent in character. I, you know yeah. what? No notes. No notes. The movie's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you were talking about earlier, a lot of practical effects with the ship and pe- stunt people falling over. I mean, like it was some crazy stuff. Kind of reminded me of Poseidon Adventure, right? A little bit too. When uh, you know. Oh, that's they, it. This movie. That's it. This movie copies Poseidon Adventure. That's it. Zero stars. Yeah, they, they, they do this. They do the Poseidon Adventure with the with the stairwell gag where you have to go under. But are, are you not going to do that gag? Are you not going to do that gag? It's, it's it's a great moment in the movie. Yeah, Separate everybody. Yeah. The other thing that I'm I was impressed with because it's been um, it's been both times in in the Beyond Skyline and Skylines whenever there's like over like five or six cast members in a scene. It it yeah. makes it really hard. It's you yeah. go really slow. You have to do a million takes because everybody's got to get their close up when you're walking through it. And and like he did not make it easy on himself. It's a big cast, and yeah. for a good amount of the movie, it's a big chunky group. Like that shot you have, it's like eleven people moving through this ship. That's 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 hard, yeah. uh, and and slow moving in these sets. And every single one of these uh, actors, the moment you yell cut. They want to go have their cigarette and like get away from set. And then when they come back to set, they all want to get their last looks, makeup and everything perfect. And you're like, can we just go again? Can we just restart? And uh, so I I started thinking about that. Like that's why you come up with these little tactics of let's have half the team go under the water so you can focus on those characters. You can have them there. Let's have them split up. Let's have Mm -hmm. them reconnect. I mean, it, some of it is, is 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 as much as practical of getting the work done as it is story. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought they did a great job at managing oh, yeah. that because I never felt like they were rushing through anything right. in the movie. Copy that. But yeah, I watched the the interview of Wes Studi on uh, on the Blu-ray, and uh, he had a great time. He said he had a great time filming the movie. He says they were in water a lot. You yeah. know, swimming in the water, diving in water, running through water. Uh, he was talking about how they uh, they enjoyed those guns. Those guns were fun. They were almost they like Gat- mini Gatling gun assault rifles. Yes. <laughs> and I love that scene when they, for the very first time, they use those guns. <laughs> and they're like, they hear something and they're freaked out and they start pulling a Predator just shooting everywhere, yes. right? And then they're like, quiet, quiet, stop it. And they stop. And then they look at each other like, holy shit, these guns are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up on that last night. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Oh, it was really good. It was really good. 
And uh, yeah, it is Predator, but like you said, it's also character. Like that, these guys are kind of assholes. They're kind yeah, of like they're kind of immature, it's fine. Yeah, and it's, that's why it's telling you a little yeah. bit something about them different than in Predator. Yeah. It's out of straight fear and nerves. It's a right. completely different meaning. Yeah. In this one, it's like these guys are 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 like overgrown teenagers. These guys are are are, are they're 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 not they're not like the the, the dignified soldiers, mercenaries, yeah. and predator. These guys are right. kind of douchebags. Yeah, they're kind of douchebags. <laughs> you know? And I, I love I love the little the little little small moment where they're they're in the was it, they're in the they're in the uh, the kitchen area that supposedly they thought they were going to be safe in there because it was locked down where all the food right. was. And yes. I was like, we'll just stay in here. We'll be fine. And then it was a treat that told the story. No, no, it was, yeah. uh, no, treat was, it, was fish, a treat. Fish. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You want to tell that bottle. story? Tell, tell well, that he story. Says, to, uh, yeah. yeah. He it was says really good. His story was, um, you know, that he, he put a fish in a bottle and gave it to an octopus and the octopus found it in one minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Kevin Joe kind in the moral of the story is, <laughs> Where the hey, fish. That yeah. was a great impression yeah. there. <laughs> His voice is crazy. It sounds like it hurts him to speak uh, all the time. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that's a great little moment. There's funny moments like uh, even ap- you know the captain we talked about when he gets pulled down through the bottom of the uh, there's like a it's like a catwalk and then everyone just stands around there afterwards and talks for like five yeah. minutes. Yeah. They're like. A man just got ripped out of my arms in this space. Can yeah. we go into a, a more yeah, secure we, uh, location? Yeah, uh, yeah. But there's really no secure location. That's kind no. of the, the, the whole yeah. point of the movie is that wherever they are, yeah. is, uh, the tentacles can get there, which actually was the, the working title, right? The working title was Tentacle. Oh, it was Tentacle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that they actually show intelligence, you know? Like oh, right yeah. here, right here, when it gets burned by the steam, it's like, what the hell? It like tur- turns it, you know. Yeah, I, we, I really yeah. like that. Especially we when a they... little bit of the the hearing yeah. with the gun there. That's a cool mm-hmm. little scene. Yeah, and then when they lock them in, <laughs> they're trying to get out certain doors, and the doors are turning and locking because they want to push them to the to the uh, was it the the bowels oh, right. of the ship? Yes, uh, where the the final boss, if you will, is waiting. And I love that scene where they just go in there, and it's nothing but a gigantic sea of skeletons and blood and corpses and leftovers you know it was really it's good. a seriously gnarly gnarly scene it it's yeah. the, i it's not really anything that i can remember from a movie recently like a big budget r-rated movie that had something of that scale of gnarliness <laughs> yeah and i love i love it picked up treat and treat shotgun blasted to the eye that was great yeah, you and know, you notice like the first shot that you establish treat in, you see that shotgun. It's like right at the beginning of the movie. So it's Chekhov's shotgun there. You yeah. have to do it. Um, yeah, right when he's playing video poker at the very beginning, it pulls behind his shoulder and you you reveal that. So yeah, uh, I appreciated that. And then yeah. I, I appreciated that, you know, there's a couple of nice really shotgun kind of shots when he, when he lands there and gets yeah. out of it. Yeah, more of that. I'm like, yeah, you know. Gives you this movie gives you that yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, exciting, phenomenal, gore, practical effects, excitement, you know, tons of just, just you know, just tons of great moments, great exciting moments in this movie, really, really great. And, and I, I think you could go I, <clears throat> another big reason of why it feels 
fresh now is that it's length, you know, it is so tight for something yeah. that, um, you know, has that money spent it, spent it. I feel like, uh, it's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed Godzilla versus Kong. Um, yeah. I liked how tight that <clears throat> edit was. I yeah. feel like, um, you know, there's been a weird thing in, in big budget movies where if they're spending a certain amount of money that, that they, it needs to like be two hours and 20 minutes or it's not respectable. And I don't think that that's always the right thing. I think if this exact same movie and you just tried to pump in more, it would, it it couldn't sustain that added weight, you know? Yeah. Some stories only need to be so long. Um, And so I think part of it is just how finely tuned the machine is, you know, it's not trying to, it succeeds at everything it tries to do. It Mm -hmm. doesn't try to do more than what it's built to do. And I think that's another reason why if you're giving it a one star out of four, you're just completely out of your fucking mind because it go. didn't it didn't all of a sudden, you know, reach for something that it couldn't grasp. It didn't all of a sudden say, you know what, Famka and Treat, like they have the love of a lifetime and we're going to put in a fucking like Celine Dion song in the middle of this. They didn't try <laughs> to do that. So why are yeah. you judging them for, for like perfectly calibrating yeah. this this yeah. entertainment for you? Yeah. Um, you know, it's like. Now, you the, the movie would have to be, and, and, and because it would have to be longer, it just doesn't get made. So they, they, this is one of the, the things that we're talking through about, you know, why certain movies have fallen out of favor. And uh, I think you got to celebrate the fact that, like, this sort of pacing and kind of fatless uh, storytelling, you know, should be yeah. celebrated. Yeah, no. Preacher to the choir, man. Preacher to the choir. <laughs> I, it's why I'm here. It's why I'm here. Just so yeah. I can rant. Yeah. Rant. <laughs> Movie Dojo is a place to rant about our love for movies, goddammit. And speaking of Movie Dojo, we got 54 badasses watching us right now. Thanks, you guys, for hanging out wow, with the samurai. We appreciate you guys hanging out and liking the video. We really do. We love hanging out with you guys and talking movies. And uh, yeah, overall, I, I agree, and that's something I didn't think about the the, the the length of the film. The pacing was perfect, you know, because I just rewatched it today, it's and I did tight. I did not it, feel bored. I did not go oh yeah. I I did not go oh this is like my least favorite scene in the movie. Okay, let's just get through this to get back to the badassity. Never felt like never felt that. No, I never no. felt that. It's super tight. Do you have any other uh, stories on uh, Kevin? <clears throat> I mean, uh, what's his name again? Is uh, Stephen Summers' Good Luck Charm? Uh, do I? I, I uh, well, I mean, I saw some people wanting to talk about the very ending. Um, sure, of, uh, we, we of, get of well, movie. Well, well let's wanna... let's let's wrap it up, and then you can go into the ending. Because I was I was getting, I couldn't when some of the movie dojo army members kind of messaged me, and I was like, really. So I was like, I couldn't wait to ask you just in case you heard something. No, I haven't heard. This was legit. Okay. We'll wrap it up me. here for uh, for uh, for the uh, the badassity members that are here. But yeah, overall excitement, and I, I love the jet ski scene, man. Oh yeah, no, the jet ski. I mean, uh, it's so I, much I, fun. I definitely noticed the um, the stunt doubles more well, yeah. uh, this time when I watched it because mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's. It's in HD now, and you can see yeah. it. But oh, that's a really hard stunt to yeah. do to fucking yeah. pull a fucking one eighty 
<laughs> on a jet ski in the middle of the set. Uh, and they did a great job for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I, I love I love that he's like, we need to build up the speed. We go around the corner and then, of course, boom, the monster's right there. Yeah. Great, great beat. Yeah. Uh, I, and then, I love how they're just keeping the monster back. And he's like, cock the shotgun while he's driving. Yes. <laughs> and he's, I mean, this is fucking phenomenal. This is so badass. And that's, that, that's intercut a really gnarly scene with uh, with the shitty um, Simon Canton by Anthony Heald where he has to jump on to that ship and breaks his leg. Yeah. And that really was like, oh, and like the, the bone is coming out of his leg as he gets in there at the end. It's such yeah. a great uh, yeah. demise, deserved demise for a real slime bag. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like the ending gives you everything that you want, yeah. uh, especially – well, you're saying Kevin J. O'Connor, it gives you, you know, they don't kill the dog of the movie, which is <laughs> Kevin J. O'Connor. He's kind yeah. of a, he's kind of he's the sidekick. The boom, he's the, the boomer. He's the, he's, the he's the Chewy. You know, he's like Han Solo's yeah. Chewy. You can't kill yeah. fucking Chewy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's funny because I remember they were going to, there was, everyone thought they were going to kill Chewy in, in Force Awakens. It was like, you just can't kill Chewie. I'm fucking. I'm walking oh. out of the theater. If you killed oh, Chewie. Oh, fan, fans would have rioted. <laughs> yeah. Fans would have rioted if yeah. they killed Chewie. They would have been It's inappropriate. It's yeah. inappropriate. <laughs> there's certain things that are just like you don't kill dogs. You don't yeah. kill a beloved dog, and you don't kill a human dog. That's like it's like a it's a cinematic. That's an actual <laughs> cinematic sin, not like uh, the, you know those other ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, you're talking about the, the, the Kevin J. Connor stories or what you're talking about the ending. No, just if, if you heard anything about him, uh, like any fun acting stories. And other no, I haven't. I haven't. I'd love I'd, I'd love to uh, I'd love to work with him because he's, uh, yeah. he's, you know, I just watched The Mummy again with um, with my kids, which is much more like hardcore than they were ready for. My my eight year old daughter ran out of the room screaming. Um <laughs> Once the scarab started, like you yeah. know, moving under the that 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 guy's skin, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. we didn't get past the halfway mark, and I waited until they went to bed, and I finished it, and I was like, "It's a fucking great movie." I, I I'm a, a big Stephen Summers fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Mummy was perfect because it was one of those. Hey, do you remember? It was like a throwback homage to the old pulp, you know, era, yeah. like the the old serials, adventure serials back then. You know, that's what the whole you know. We, Brent, you know, Brendan Fraser having that grin, like that heroic grin the whole Absolutely. time. I mean, it but was it was on purpose. It was great. His, his craft, like Summer's craft gets like kind of knocked a lot. And if you watch that movie, like watch um, Rachel Watts' introduction in that uh, library scene. It's a wonder yeah. where they do a Texas switch. So the stunt version of her knocks all of the the, the, the bookshelves over all in one yeah. shot and then Rachel Wise gets up at the bottom. I mean that's like I'm saying he he really has a lot of amazing old school Hollywood craft and yeah. he was doing it at a time that was kind of like a departure from that into this new sort of CG spectacle. And right. I think Deep Rising and and The Mummy are are you know probably these two best versions of that. Yeah. Uh yeah. where where the, it it just kind of the genre mash the style mash, everything kind of, uh, you know, comes together in, in such a satisfying way. Yes. Have you seen Odd Thomas? I haven't. I haven't seen Odd it's Thomas. It's actually good. It's actually okay. pretty good. You know, rest in peace, you know, the, the late, great uh, Anton Yelchin. But, yeah, I love uh, Anton Yelchin. But it's a good movie. It's a good, like, fantasy horror adventure. 
like flick, supernatural. Like it's pretty good. I just didn't. I, the only reason I'm asking you is it, it kind of looks at when you watch it. Let me know what you think. But it kind of looks like some of the special effects weren't finished. So I wanted your. That can uh, happen. I mean, yeah. that can happen. It's like, but a lot it, of special it, it effects are looks abandoned. Like it. They're yeah. abandoned, you know. Yeah. Like if, if uh, financing problems happen, I mean, I, it's a fear I have on on all of our movies, and there's some shots that you just kind of have to take what they give you at the end because yeah. you're not yeah. getting any more versions. You're out of time. You're out of money. Um, yeah. But in each of the Skyline movies, it's always like when we're midway through, it's like, oh man, is this ever going to get finished? Are we going to run right. out of money? It's yeah. uh, that's a t- but we're like a tiny, tiny budget. Uh, but I do think Odd Thomas, if I'm I'm not mistaken, was like a really big budgeted indie. So sometimes oh. those do kind of run into trouble, <clears throat> right? Because you know, you're piecing fun, together though. financing from a bunch of different places. Um, right. so okay, that makes sense. I, it, okay. it, it, it makes sense to my memory, but I yeah, I don't think I've I haven't seen it now. Okay, okay, it's fun though. When when you get a chance, let's check it. But out. why he hasn't done anything since? Right? No, it's, no. Yeah. 2013, I, mean, I think that movie came out, but I'm not positive. I uh, mean, look, I'm sure that the the residual checks in the mail for these mummy movies <laughs> are like you can retire after that. Real right? good, yeah. um, but I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm I'm one of the few people I I I like his Rise of Cobra quite a bit. I think it is yeah. very much in tune with the old cartoons, yeah. and it's ridiculous in <laughs> kind of all the right ways, like you know. The end shot where Cobra Commander's like in a laser beam prison was like I just laughed so goddamn hard at that. That is like the you know, the Larry Hammer, yeah. like that is the old school you gotta uh, love crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. I, Snake I, I Eyes like... of Storm Shadow were great. You gotta love that. Yeah, uh, I, I actually think that they, they were more ambitious than they kinda needed to be on that movie right, and it, it's right. crazy. Like they, uh, they told a, a lot. We got a super chat by Adam here. Thank you, Adam, for supporting the channel. He goes, Best scene is when that chick gets dragged down the toilet when he when she thinks she's safe at the beginning. Yeah, we we showed that clip uh, earlier, but yeah, that was one of the that did remind me a little bit of the blob there from the eighties, just a little bit. For sure, uh, for sure. Omniblast, Omniblast says the uh, Odd Thomas is fun. She enjoyed it, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. But before we get to the uh, the ending here, the open ended ending. Uh, Really cool uh, shot because there's there was I know there were CGI visual shots of the ship. I I actually like that opening shot where it slowly like zooms in mm-hmm. on the visual ship and then it goes into like the real set. Yeah, no, that's, I like that, really that cool. Sick. <clears throat> but they did they yeah. did build a, a model ship obviously for the big explosion, yeah. like a thirty five uh, foot ship. Yeah. yeah. Which was a great explosion, and they they make it out just in time here. That's right, baby. Woo! Look at this fun. You guys remember Get fun? Skiing. Do you remember yeah. fun? I, I like fun. You like fun, Liam? I love it. I, I like fun. Yeah. So they uh, uh, end up across the way. There's an island across the way, and they end up there. And uh, our boy makes it. The the boomer of the film, the dog. He made. <laughs> oh, Kev here makes yeah. it. And uh, uh, they're all safe. And then uh, you hear a big, gigantic roar in the background. And then you hear a kind of other creatures moving around. And then you, you get this wide shot of them uh, looking, at, like in the jungle or the forest or whatever. And you see something tall, slowly moving in between. Something's ripping through the trees yes, towards them. at them. And, and there's the- a beautiful volcano in the background. So I think someone was saying, is this 
Skull Island. Uh, yes, that's yes. what I was going to ask you. <laughs> I think it is, of course. Is it? Yeah. Is I, that confirmed? I, well, no, it's it's whatever your interpretation is, but oh. I, I do I do think he, he they would have done a straight up King Kong Skull Island adventure if it had been okay. a huge hit, without a doubt. Um, I do also like the like uh, you know Treat Williams like catchphrase you know like the you know the now what you know the, now the, the, what? <laughs> yeah i said you're getting a deep rising shirt and on the back now what yeah. <laughs> you should get that on the uh, back of the shirt well i, I would love that okay so uh, it's, yeah, it's, again, so it's up to your is, interpretation okay because that's, that's what some people were asking me i, I was like it's, someone, it's someone said someone said that it was like they were they were planning on doing a um you know, a, a King sequel. Kong sequel, but I think at the same time, well, maybe, maybe they could have, because I know wasn't Peter Jackson planning a King Kong movie in the night around this time. Probably. At that Universal. Was what, what was that? Mid two thousands. I think. Yeah, but no, he had out. an original one that was like a little bit more like the mummy. So his original oh. one was, was oh. a little bit more like a serial adventure. Okay. Like the mummy, and it was it was right around the time as uh, as the frighteners, oh. um, and it fell apart. And so, uh, you know, then he came back to it a decade later. But um, okay, so I, I I think it might have been you know this being Disney, it would have been you know maybe an off brand uh, version right. of a King Kong adventure. But you know, right, right, yeah. I say I say uh, we have fun, guys, and let's say it's let's just say it's Skull Island. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, Stephen Summers knows what he's doing there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's having yeah. fun. But again, this was—I I, do you remember a lot of movies doing a sequel tease like that at the time? Not for creature features. No, um, I, that, that was another like this movie is so confident. <laughs> like, of course, right? it was—it uh, ended up being sort of misplaced confidence, but it's what I respected. And you know, I, yeah. I think it—I think it's it, it. What's cool about this is that. The sad version of this is if Stephen Summers like never got to make any more movies after this, and this right. derailed his career. It the happy suck. ending is that yeah, the movie uh, didn't make any money, and it has this weird uh, misrepresented reputation on a couple of sites. Although it's definitely coming up on you know even on IMDb, it's higher, and and Google, it's higher, and Amazon Prime, it's higher. The really the Rotten Tomatoes is is the most. Right. Uh, strangely out of sync for its score. And even some of the, there's some recent negative reviews on there of people that are just showing their ass for no reason. I don't know yeah. why yeah, you would, just, I don't know why in, in the, in the, in, in the last five years you would decide to watch this movie and give it a negative review. You, yeah. you, you yeah. should really, and especially the audience reviews, like shame on you. Yeah. If you're going to watch this movie and go, hey, I think it's time for me to log on to Rotten Tomatoes and give it a bad review. Like get fucked. <laughs> But Get it's fucked. all the same. But here's you the thing: you don't deserve though. this movie. You, you don't, don't deserve it. it. No, you don't deserve it. This movie was <laughs> this movie was made for us, and the badass is watching it right now. But yeah. I think I. Th- but the thing is, is like the annoying thing is, it's always the same critique. the the re- The reviews are all the same. The reviews all. It's just copycat and other stuff and the other. It's like they must stop be more doing that. Us. Must be watching more movies than us if they think it's yeah. a copycat. You but know, um. But I was going to say know. the, uh, but Summers, yeah, that's the, the 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 happy ending of the movie is that obviously everyone recognized that this guy was uniquely talented 
and yeah. he went on to make a bunch more entertaining yeah. movies. So yeah. I think that that's actually like it's a great origin story, uh, you know, for for what he ended up doing in in with the Mummy movies and and some of the other stuff that he did. So right, all yeah. good. It all, it all, all right. ended where it needed to be, but we will Would defend. You- the honor of deep rising. Yes, at all, that's, at what, all costs. that's why we're that's why we're here. Did you? Would you have wanted a sequel? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I would. I would make a sequel if someone came to me right now. We were talking about this on Twitter. Deep Rising Two, Finnegan's Wake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Support hashtag Movie Dojo Army right now. Hashtag Finnegan's Wake. Deep Rising sequel, son. Liam will do it. Yeah, he will I, do uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Let's go. Right now. Yes. Make the call. You know who to call. I don't know Uh, who's available, who's old enough. You know, it'd be funny if if we could get Kevin uh, J. O'Connor in like, um, you know, like J.K. Simmons shape. Like he's on the island still. And he's like, he's like ripped to shreds. He's the sole survivor. He's burying Finnegan at the opening. A new group. Uh, gets attacked by the monster. You go, they show you up go. there at the end of Act One, and you're into the. You got you got this. The monster is uh, in, in the water. You got the monsters on land. Yeah, what do they yes. do? There you Let's go. go. There you go. Yeah. Deepest rising. We got here. We got. Uh, there we go. Deep rising too. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, yeah. This is all yeah. fun stuff. This is. A, there you go. Finnegan's wake. <laughs> Finnegan's Wake, hashtag No, it. I, I actually Googled that joke to make sure I no one else had made it first. I was there. Like watching us, and I'm like, there you go. Right, it's, been, it's copyright now. It's been copyrighted. There you go. No, one's, no one can steal it now. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and, and give our, I'm pretty sure everyone's know where we're going to give the movie. So, chat, we're going to get to it here. Is Deep Rising really that bad? Meaning... Is it as low as 28% out of 100? <laughs> That's why we are here, and it is a no from you. Correct, Liam? Uh, no. no. It, is, it, it is, in fact, great. That yes. is my official answer. And um, Out of 100%, 28. And no, it's, it's a 90%er for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's for the genre that it's representing. It's extremely high for me too. So yeah, it is for in our opinion, it is not as low as twenty eight percent. It gets the thumbs up from Chuck. That's right, <laughs> thumbs up. Now, uh, as always, let's see what the movie dojo army voted. And it's all good if they hate the movie. It's all good. We we love you. All right, here we go. What did the movie dojo army think? Bam! Look at that movie dojo army. Says no, Deep Rising should be higher. Who is this 20%? Who is the 20%? Show yourselves. (laughs) Show yourselves. Show yourselves. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, Movie Dojo Army, look at that. 80%. They outvoted. They won the vote. So even they agree with us that this is. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) You're still still mad about that 20%, goddammit. Oh, but yeah, chat, if you have not seen Deep Rising, even though we kind of spoiled some of it for you, but you know, that's what you do when you come here for this series. Right. We got to talk about spoilers, uh, but it's, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. Just great suspenseful scenes. That's right. We got great practical effects and fun moments. Yes. And great visual effects that still to this day stand the test of time. 
That's right. And Badassity. Sorry, wrong one. Badassity. <laughs> Is that bad James Cameron rated at yeah. 20%? <laughs> bad action sequences like this scene right here. That's right. And overall, a fun cast. And just a blast. There you a go. Blast the, is, is the perfect. That that would be the uh, yeah the 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 pull quote on the poster. It's yeah, a fucking yeah. blast. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the uh, James Cameron rated at twenty percent. I uh, just saw Norzoth quote. There. I didn't know That's James fine. was. I didn't know James was in the chat uh, again. James, <laughs> I'm tech tech avail. Tech avail. <laughs> Oh, oh! You mean you mean James Cameron, the guy that approved uh, Terminator Genesis and said it was the greatest Terminator script he ever oh, he ever read? Well, that was that was like he was just doing that in the promo for Arnold. I, I, know. Did, I, I, just, that I know what he's, he's just doing. helping out his boy. I, I thought yeah. that was fine. Yeah. You know, it's all good though. It's yeah. all good. But this was a blast talking about this. That's right. There you go. Omni knows what's up. Omni Blast know what's up. Sometimes all it's all about having an Omni Blast. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's just fun again. You're working hard all week. You're working six 12-hour days. You're working six-day weeks. You want to come home. And when you're in the mood, you're just, you just need to just relax, you know, Take, kick off your shoes, grab a beer, grab a pizza or whatnot, popcorn, just sit down, and you want to escape to something fun and exciting, uh, you know, and that's what these movies are for us, you know, and we've become so much a fan of these genre films that we can watch these every day. We don't need a hard day at work to watch these movies. No. We can watch Deep Rising tomorrow, you know. This is so our default setting. That's what yeah, I was talking about. Our default yeah. setting is yeah. this is this is what I want. It's all right, Daikatana. You can have soda. You can have Pepsi or Coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh but this was a blast. Uh I guess we can go ahead and wrap it up. And was there anything else you want to talk about, my friend? No, I think I, I think I got it all. I all think right. I got it all. I had a great time again. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yes. Do it again. Always an honor, pleasure to have you on here, my friend. Chat, Movie Dojo Army, all the badasses watching. Don't forget to support Liam's work. Check out the Skyline Trilogy, son. Check it out. It's it popcorn out. movie night. Popcorn <laughs> movie night. Martial arts, spine ripping, brain smashing, Jaeger. I'm running out. I'm running out of things. Good things to say about the series. All right, all right. Alien blasting, limbs ripping trilogy. Yeah, binge the trilogy. Beyond Skyline and Skylines is on Netflix right now. But binge it from the beginning. Have a blast. Make it a day. That's right. And if you haven't, again, the third film did come out last year. It's fucking phenomenal. It is a genre pick done right. Badass. You got Daniel Bernhardt in here. You got a great lead. Lindsay Morgan is fucking amazing, and uh, just good times all around. So, all right, so check out Liam's work. Support Liam's work, his future projects. Hashtag Finnegan. What is it again? Deep Rising 2, Finnegan's Wake. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag it. Send it to Steven Summers so he can approve it. Yes. We'll be all good to go. All yes. right, this was a blast. Don't forget, uh, tomorrow we're actually going to have a guest on here, another YouTuber who's got a similar name. He calls himself Viking Samurai. What is this? What is happening here? And I used to call myself the Pineapple Viking. What is going on here? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to hash this out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but tomorrow, Viking Samurai will be a guest on the podcast, and we're gonna talk about martial arts films because uh, 
me and him have a lot in common despite the name. So join us tomorrow, 6, 6.30, uh, a little bit later tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, both samurais will combine powers and talk about martial arts films because that's, that's what we love doing. You, you guys know we love talking about that. And don't forget, Thursday, this week's Versus episode, 6 p.m. Pacific time, is going to be an American Werewolf in London versus The Howling. That's right. I'm segueing to it now because I mentioned those two earlier. <laughs> So that's the verses. Which movie will be will win? We're gonna we're gonna find out. But Rick Myers, Kung Fu Santa, everybody, Ranjit Marwa, film director. You guys know him. He's a regular on here. He will be there as well. And again, Liam, you're always welcome, my friend. Any future verses episodes, or is it really that bads or goods, or you just want to shoot shit and be a guest? You're always welcome, my friend. All right. Anytime. Anytime. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. You guys it. have a great one. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care, guys. Peace out. Deep rising. <laughs>